When your mission is beyond missionary, step up your game with Liberator. Their collection of transformable sex furniture and sex toy mounts will put you in sexual positions you never thought were possible. Use promo code MANHOR and save 40% off the best-selling wedge ramp combo at liberator.com. Now let's get to the show. Welcome to the Man Whore Podcast. Shout out to all the five-star Uber sluts uh, and that Lyft driver who doesn't really care when you finger your Tinder date in the back seat. This is Bill. Oh, that one. I Tinger. What's a Tinger, everybody? I don't know what that is. <laughs> you know, I do know this is Billy Presida and you are listening to the Man Whore Podcast. All right. You know, I was going to redo. I was going to hit stop and re-record when I said Tinder. But I said, no, Billy, you're going to fucking push forward. Keep going with this bad boy. Hey, everyone. How you doing? Welcome to the show. Uh, this is a podcast where I talk to women I've hooked up with about sex, dating, and why we didn't work out. Uh, this week's guest doesn't, we don't really have much to say on why we didn't work out because uh, we recorded, uh, you know, mo- day, the day after we initially started fooling around. This week is a very special, fairly different type of episode where one brave, brave, slutty woman blows her way to Brooklyn. And I'm going to explain what the fuck that means in just a moment. But first, show dates, people. Show dates. Uh, Actually, tonight, April 4th, not a stand-up show. It's weird. I've been doing roast battles and weird shows that aren't stand-up. Anyways, tonight, April 4th, uh, I'll be in Astoria, Queens at QED at 730 I'm doing some sort of dating game show. I, I guess we're just doing the dating game, but on a stage. Hey, come on out to that. It should be a good time. It's a 730 show. Uh, and then, of course, the most important show dates you all need to know about. Man Whore Con, August 3rd to August 5th. Okay, it is a it's a weekend for the fan whores. It's going to be a blast. You can still get an early bird discount for $75. A weekend pass, hanging out with your fellow listeners for $75. Of course, the members of my fan whore community on Patreon get a 10% discount. So go ahead and get your weekend pass for that stat. Okay, so I'm going to get straight to the point, everybody. This week's guest is Sarah. Well, Sarah is a fucking crazy person (laughs) for so many reasons, and I love them all. (laughs) Okay, so Sarah is a listener. A somewhat new and very, very avid listener who slid into my DMs, as one does, on Instagram a, a couple months ago. And she expressed a desire to, you know, get together. She's from a, she lives in a city that is uh, vaguely near New York. And for some reason, you know, somebody will be like, oh, you know, hey, I'd, I'd like to blow you. And for some reason, I have to go like, eh, that sounds boring. How can we make this more complicated? How can I just throw a bunch of obstacles in the way, really challenge whether or not you actually want to go through with this? You know what it is, is that elaborate, really fun, interesting, unique hookup situations, you know, they're so few and far between because you got to, especially if we're trying to do some sort of stranger play, to, uh, as I've said many times, to do stranger play authentically, 
They they got they need to be a stranger. It's got to be someone I haven't met before. And to find someone so crazy enough to take the risk to go through with something is uh, is very difficult. And it's not even something you can pitch to everybody. It's not like I can open up with every one of my Bumble matches. Oh, hey, you know, would you like to do this like crazy stranger play scene? No? Okay, coffee's fine. Once you pitch the crazy scene, you can't. it's hard to really dial back. It kind of ends up being all or nothing. So... I pitched uh, this crazy idea to Sarah. She was super into it. And she wanted to suck my dick so badly that she was willing to suck a bunch of other dicks just to get to mine. I arranged three drivers uh, to drive her different legs of the journey. And she was to thank each of these drivers uh, with a blowjob. And then by the time she got to me... She would finally have earned my cock. That was so to speak. Look, I tried my best to be humble for this episode, but it, it nothing makes you feel like high on a mountain than having like a really cute chick eagerly suck a bunch of other dicks for the sole purpose of sucking yours. And by the end of this uh, today's episode, you know, you'll find out if it was worth. <laughs> oh God, you'll find out if it was worth all the trouble. So I'm going to actually shut the fuck up and we're going to go straight to my guest this week, Sarah, so she can answer the big monumental question. Why do this? Let's find out from Sarah. As we age, our bodies are changing. Certain parts need more support than they used to. Other areas are getting a little sore faster. And that's why it's important to make sex more comfortable. And that's where liberator comes in. Liberator has been making fuck furniture to make sex more comfortable, more pleasurable, and last longer for decades. Their best-selling wedge ramp combo gets you in the right positions just a little easier, just a little bit more comfortable, which means you're ready to be in that position longer and harder. And you can get 40% off Liberator's wedge ramp combo when you use promo code MANWHORE at liberator.com. Or you can click the link at the top of the notes to go right to the product. Again, 40% off their best-selling wedge ramp combo with promo code MANHOR. Or you can just browse around liberator.com and upgrade your sex life today. So, tomorrow I blow my way to Brooklyn. Sick. Today, I was feeling pretty fucking anxious at work. Couldn't really do any work because how can I do work when, like, I'm blowing a bunch of strangers just so I can blow Billy Brasita? I bought some pepper spray tonight just in case. Like, I, I trust, I trust Billy, but, like... I mean, a girl can always use some pepper spray. So that's, that's chill. I'm really excited to, uh, taste Billy's cock though. So that's going to be dope when I finally get to it. And until then, I'm just hoping that everyone else is thrilled with my skills because I, I can't not have people, you know, at least wanting more 
even if they're never going to get it ever again, because no, there just would be no way. But so yeah, that's, that's where I'm at right now. I'm anxious. I'm excited. I'm really fucking nervous. I'm not really sure because I'm new to this. You're new to this. Yeah, but you worked in like uh, music for a period of time, you know. No, I didn't. I didn't make it that far. (laughs) Oops. Jerk. Sorry to bring up rough memories. (laughs) How you feeling? Feeling uh, super refreshed. (laughs) Do you feel? Am I glowing? Are you glowing? A little bit, a little bit. Or do I look like I need sleep? I feel like with all the dick you have had recently in the last 24 hours, you should be glowing a little bit. (laughs) Slash look like I need sleep. Yeah. I think you could use a nap. (laughs) Thanks. Are you saying I have bags under my eyes? No, no. I was just trying to go with your improvisation of you need sleep. I don't (laughs) think you need sleep. I just, you look freshly showered. I could keep going. You could. (laughs) (laughs) Do you feel like an insane, crazy person? Um... In a good way. Yeah? Mm-hmm. Like, uh, I'm happy I did it. I I feel like I could talk about it now with friends and be, like, confident in that I did it and be like, I get it. Like, you were scared for my life, but I'm here. <laughs> That's good. That's good. Yeah. Awesome. Well, um... I'm happy you're here. You didn't die. <laughs> I didn't die. And welcome to the show, Sarah. Hey. 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 I'm not yeah. from California. But. <laughs> <laughs> well, Sarah, uh, welcome to the show. You are uh, an ex hookup as of <laughs> like like an hour ago. Sure. So, <laughs> hi. Hi. I don't normally do that. I think it can be tacky. I'll get like. If I get on Tinder or Bumble and and I get matches, a lot of them will be like, so are you just like trying to get more material for your podcast? Excuse you. I just don't want to do your podcast. So I don't know if we should go out. I'm like, that's not why I was slutty, but long before I had a show like it's Mm -hmm. um, but this is a very special scenario. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Do you want to describe you? You pick one. Do you want to describe who you are and how we connected or do you want to describe what you did? And then I'll just describe. I'll do the other one. Okay. Um, which, well, like, wh- which you, one do you want? Do you remember, like, like the beginning of how we connected? Yeah. Well, you, you, like I said, you tell me which one you want to do. I'll do the connection part, and you can and describe what you threw together. All right. Me. So, who the fuck are you, Sarah? Uh, <laughs> tell, tell people listening. I'm Sarah. Speak to yourself, listening in your headphones in the future. Fuck. <laughs> It's me, Sarah. <laughs> um, uh, I'm not. Um, I'm from. A, I'm not going to say exactly where I'm from. Um, I'm from the tri-state area. Well, well, is it? Is no. it not? No. Yes, it is. It's not the third state. Um, yes, it is. You're lying. No, that's not the tri. The, the tri-state sure? area. Tri-state area is New Jersey, New York, and Connecticut. I'm just. I'm just playing everyone. You're in the <laughs> mid-Atlantic East. Ah, uh, region. If we were speaking Anywho, in basketball whatever. terms, we're speaking in basketball terms. Then, 
Okay. I'm from like two hours away. We'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. Um, two hours if like you're not um, interrupted. <laughs> <laughs> what are you trying to say? Was I interrupted? <laughs> I'll explain later. <laughs> um, yeah. I I found out about Billy Presida from the podcast Guys We Fucked, which I just recently binged up until Billy's episode that he was on. And then I was like super intrigued by Billy and his blue eyes that I couldn't see, but were talked about. And and then he like talked about how he was like a sensitive person. And like for whatever reason, I was like really attracted to that. In the and show like, or like to you? Like you talked about being, well, did you? Okay. Because well, there's a difference between like on my show where I am airing myself to like explain like how i am and it's another to go to a girl and be like hey girl hey i'm so sensitive you no, know what no, i mean no the way that you like air yourself to the show okay i like that i like that you're very like open with like your emotions on the show and like how you talk about your past and whatever for whatever reason i was super intrigued so then i started immediately listening to your podcast from the beginning where you talk about your sensitivity. Mm-hmm. And then like after three episodes straight, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to DM Billy. And then talked about all of that and ended it innocently by saying, I think your sensitivity is really sexy. Keep doing what you're doing. And then, and then how, it was like, kind how of, it went down? yeah, I'm like positive. It. And then it got really lame and you're like, thanks for, thanks for liking it and i was like fuck that oh man and then i like showed you my tits and then and then and then we talked about your dick and i said (laughs) i wanted it in my mouth and and then um like a month later here we are (laughs) that how that's how it went down i dare you to try and find that message i mean look it's a lot of scrolling through instagram dms to try to find uh although i would love to find the origin messages so, I, but like, I didn't go like seek you out or anything. No, no, I, t- I totally admit that I sought you out. I had, um, this was something that I was just determined to do. When I put my eye on the prize, I go for it. Okay. <laughs> or my mouth on the prize. <laughs> now, I, f- I forget how we transitioned from you like hitting on me to me being, I think I tried to make myself not accessible. Yeah, you did. Well, first you were like, you should join my community. On Patreon, uh, as everyone should. (laughs) Everyone, please, please join Billy's community on Patreon by pledging just as little as a dollar per month. He's going to have to start paying real rent soon. (laughs) (laughs) Um, Yeah, so Billy, and he caught me at like, we'll say it's a vulnerable time because, you know, the Eagles won the Super Bowl and I was like (laughs) going to the parade the next day. I was like, I'll pledge while I'm drunk or something, even though I never got drunk and pledged anyway. It was the f- blue fucking mm-hmm. eyes, I swear. Um, oh, shit. There, yeah. Oh, I'm getting close. I'm getting close everywhere. to the origin. Um, so, I, oh, oh, I am here. Okay. Oh, here we go. <laughs> hey, I'm a late bloomer listening to Guys We Fucked. <laughs> but I just listened to the episode you were featured on, and I was hella entertained. But even more so intrigued by your sexual journey. (laughs) So now I'm listening to your podcast. You are, the letters you are, adorable. 
own your sensitivity. It's hella sexy. Um, and then <laughs> there was the exchange. I'm trying to find the part about the, um, like how we got to the idea. Well, first I pitched her manhorcon. Mm-hmm. I was like, you should go to manhorcon. You should get the details. And she's like, oh my god, please. And here's your, here's my email. That was the. I was trying to be excited. I was doing anything to, uh, you know, please Billy at the time. <laughs> right, that you were, uh, and then. If I still lived in New York, I'd make it my mission to get a piece of that. <laughs> this is forward, but it's fine. I'm sure you get this a lot. And just a just a heads up, I don't get that um, a lot. I would say it's not a daily occurrence. <laughs> and then I responded to you saying you wanted to fuck me with. Well, uh, you can start with a basic <laughs> membership at Patreon.com/slash/ManOrPodcast. I, I, I you- think my dick exists somewhere on there. <laughs> Okay, I will admit when you did that, I was, first off, I know exactly what I was doing. I was walking my friend's dogs with her around her block. And I remember when you sent that, I was so fucking angry because I'm like, this is like, what the fuck? Like, why is he not playing into my bullshit? Like, let me fuck you. And you're like, yeah, you can pledge. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, what's that? Uh, is that is, is that insulting? I didn't know if that was insulting to do, but also like I care more about uh making a living than getting laid oh yeah no like i was like if i have my option is like i can get blown by a random listener once or twice or can i get them on the hook for like a certain amount of money every month i'm gonna choose the latter or you can do both i mean right now it seems like i'm pulling off both (laughs) well oh that's nice that was a nice one um uh at the time i was angry but it was a selfish angry and i didn't like say anything uh, I didn't say anything referencing my anger because I know that this is like your profession and this is how you make a living. So I I swallowed those comments. And I also didn't want you to be like, well, I'm not going to. Now I don't want to fuck you. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So instead, you just started sending me random pretty <laughs> pictures in the DMs, which is fun because my intern, Tori, has oh, my man. Instagram on her phone as well. So she can <laughs> post stuff. She doesn't. Uh, I tell her to. And then she doesn't. So she's not the greatest social media intern, but she's a great intern like everywhere else. Um, but she does get the messages. <laughs> Every time somebody messages me on Instagram, she could see it. And so sometimes she'll be like, well, Sarah is... Uh, Sarah's showing some things. I was like, yes, she is. Yes, she is. <laughs> and you were at some point where like, come to my city or like, I could easily come back to New York. And I said, that could be arranged. Um, although I'm told I'm supposed to be a little less accessible. <laughs> well, I'm oh, oh God, who am I? I'm always willing to give my body away for either cash or as a contest prize, which here's the thing. I don't understand why my dick is a prize. It really shouldn't be. It's not that excellent. <laughs> uh, honestly, if anything, some would consider my dick a punishment. Uh, I'm trying to find the part where it switched to the like, how I do... I know where it switched. So where did it switch? How well, did I we get okay. from this chatter and you showing me tits to us arranging the thing I'm going to describe? I'm going to tell you. Okay. So we were we continued to like talk back and forth about who the hell knows what. You then pitched me the idea of bringing you a stranger or friend who would give you a hand job or blow job and you said in exchange for that then i could play with you at a later date 
I <laughs> I was like, yeah, okay, easy, done, let's do it. And then that day was when you got stood up deep in Brooklyn by that chick. Oh, yeah. There's someone on Pure who was, uh, she was, a, I guess, a sex worker, but the weirdest sex worker ever because I go, she's like, oh, I'm out in Bay Ridge. So I go all the way out to Bay Ridge. I, I ask her before I go, I say like, this isn't like a thing where I'm going to show up and then you're going to ask for money when I get there. She's like, no, I don't want your money. Yeah. I'm like, okay, checking. Ha ha. It's happened before. Whatever. I get a fucking car. I spend like 30 bucks and an hour drive. It's an hour drive from mm-hmm. here to Bay Ridge. So <laughs> I spend an hour in a car. I get there. As soon as I'm pulling up, I say, hey, I'm pulling up to your building. So, okay, now I need you to go to the CVS across the street and get me two $50 iTunes gift cards. Ugh. Which is so weird because yeah. as typical sex workers like cash is king or like a visa yeah. gift card because it's accepted everywhere. This person won fit $100 in iTunes <laughs> gift cards. What kind of s- silly sex worker is this? Um, It was so weird. It's like, how much Drake do you need to buy? You can... <laughs> It's on Apple Music, I think. Uh, it's so it was just the weirdest. I don't, and then it happened again to me a couple of days ago. Someone's like, "Hey, come get me." Okay, I, I require two fifty dollars iTunes gift cards, so and this weird. was someone in a different place. So I'm like, "What iTunes gift card scheme is going on in the world?" That's crazy. That it's now some sort of pussy currency. But Dude, yeah, I don't know. So that happened on that day. I was well, really so, fucking horny. Okay, so that happened, and then she stood you up, and you texted me and said, can your friend do tonight? And I said, def not, like, haven't talked to her about it. And then you were, like, all sagged because you didn't get your dick wet that night. And then it's, like, 11 p.m., and you're like, what are you doing? Why don't you drive to Brooklyn? And I was like, fuck that. I'm exhausted. And I think you like made fun of me for like not being, you're like, you're like, the college kids aren't even out yet. I'm like, fuck you. I'm like an adult with a real job and I'm tired. So get off my back. The idea of fucking you. Oh my God. The idea of fucking you makes me me pussy wet. My imagination has been running wild (laughs) since I first heard you. So, like, it's got to just happen. I really know how to make great impressions. Heart, heart. Anywho, Billy tried to convince me to drive to Brooklyn. I said no. Then he said, have a friend drive you. I said, definitely not. And then you were like, oh, I bet you could get a guy on a dating app to take you and you could thank him in other ways. And then it like clicked in your head. And then, yeah, like a month later, it happened. Well, you your well, reaction was yeah. obviously like, oh, I can't get one right now. Um, I'm actually, I think I'm at that point in the DMs. So ask a friend to drive you so you can take a nap. I was like, oh, yeah, you can find a guy online right now willing to drive you if you offered something in return. And then I all of a sudden realized, like, that's really hot. Like, you using your body to get yourself here um, on your own to have me. Like, that was a hot concept. The idea that you would do things just to hook up with me. So, like, all of a sudden, I'm like, okay, this could be hot. And then I, I had an idea for a scene. So I said... I said, I'm not speaking in fantasy terms right now. Me saying, like, I'm trying to be real. There's a real pitch. If I arrange something hot, a little complicated, that involved you using your mouth to get to Brooklyn, would you do it? With the right safety protocols put in place, of course. Zero pressure in this me 
in this Me Too moment, I feel like I'm supposed to let you know that. Okay, maybe I shouldn't have had to read that message out loud. <laughs> <clears throat> I, uh, so I start formulating this fantasy, this idea, and let me explain what you did. Okay. And then we can talk about it. Okay. First, do you self-identify as a slut? Um, Like, yes. Like, like if my... It depends on on yes when it comes to like like if I'm finding someone to hook up with yes I will openly be like yeah I'm slutty like okay. I own it but like if you were asking my close ass minded friends yeah not in a derogatory way in the yeah. very slut positive way oh, do you yeah. consider yourself slutty okay because oh, yeah. there's plenty of people who are slut positive but also are like I'm not a slut but like hey you do you I mean right? like I like being called a slut like. Okay. In the midst of sexual sure. experience. All right, people. Here's the dealio. It's 10 p.m. on Friday, and I'm going to get ready to go to sleep because I'm absolutely zonked from running around since 5 p.m to prepare for tomorrow and my head hurts because I just have a lot of cock on my mind crazy I know (laughs) I'm like pretty concerned about my sleep tonight though it is sort of like a win-win situation Because if I sleep well, I'll be dreaming about Billy's cock in my mouth. And if I don't sleep well, I'll be dreaming about Billy's cock in my mouth. (laughs) But like also on top of that, if I don't sleep, it's because like I'm still nervous about my life. (laughs) Um, It's a pretty crazy thing that I've agreed to. But uh, I don't think there will ever be another time that I can get away with doing this. So, when in fucking Rome. So, the thing I pitched you, which you completed, (laughs) I was like... Confetti! I thought it would be fun for you to blow your way to Brooklyn. Mm -hmm. So, I arranged three drivers... To drive you certain legs of the journey, and you would thank each driver with, like, a blowjob. Mm-hmm. And then by the time you get to me, then you, you get to cl- earn your prize, which is my cock. Which, again, myself <laughs> and my dear friends, Andrea <laughs> Allen and Emily Lubin, think that's a shitty prize. <laughs> Might I suggest a $50 <laughs> iTunes gift card? But you seem to be turned on by the idea, and I was turned on by the idea. I love stranger play. So I was like, let's do it. Even though I wasn't going to be playing with the strangers, knowing you would be kind of you know, turned me on. Mm-hmm. And again, it's all this effort to fuck me. Mm-hmm. So I was like, let's do that. So yesterday, <laughs> you got in a car with a total stranger three different times uh-huh. just to get to me. Yeah. So let's start with why. That's the most common question. When I tell people about this, they're like, why is she doing this? Because we've explained why I yeah. think it's hot. Um, it's almost like a compliment to me. And I get my dick sucked at the end of the journey. Mm-hmm. And I don't have to go anywhere. 
<laughs> but why the fuck did you want to do this? And why the fuck do you want to fuck me so badly? Okay. So, I mean, I've always, I've been pretty sexual since, we'll, we'll say like, I lost my virginity at 16, first kiss and blow job, same exact fucking day at 14, was like, you know, on AIM chat rooms at like 11. So like, I was always intrigued by sex and, you know, different types of sexual uh things and i've always been someone who likes to do the shit that kind of is like it could get you in trouble like for a long time i was like if if i was like accepted by my family like i would love to like be like a porn star or do something like within sex work but like i know just like where i come from like it, it would it would never be worth it and I definitely have like a long list, a long sexual bucket list. Not that like this specific thing was on it, but I felt like it checked that off for me. And I'm in a place in my life where like I want to be single. And like, I know that like if I wasn't to do something crazy like this now when I was given the opportunity, I would A, regret it and B, probably never get to do it again. So why agree to such an outlandish, potentially dangerous yeah. scene for such a meager price. <laughs> um. Well, okay. So I have an ex-boyfriend. <laughs> this is, okay, Billy and I talked about things before, but this is pre-2014 when I had my like crazy wild times. I, my ex... Um, like a few months into our relationship had the fucking balls to tell me he he's not like he doesn't come from blowjobs and he had the balls to tell me that it was because i'm not good at giving them anymore well, that's false thanks i can confirm like seven times over <laughs> <laughs> um and that like honestly like i was so butthurt from that in our relationship like I didn't like I wasn't like into sex after that because like I take serious pride in my blowjobs and like I was like name blowjob queen from like a young age and like that was fucked up. And so when we broke up, I kind of made it my mission. Everyone <laughs> in this county will know <laughs> who gives the best blowjob. <laughs> well, I made it my mission in New York specifically at the time because I was I had moved back here at that time that I I needed to make sure that I was still giving five-star Yelp review blowjobs because, like, I know I know that's my skill level. And I just, I just had to, like, quadruple check. Um, so it just, like, I don't know. I love giving blowjobs. And um, I, I continued – thank you. I continued uh, – to do that and i think there's no better way to make sure your skills are up to par than to get in a car with different strangers and uh see i mean i've a, <laughs> people on the show have heard uh, you've heard like blow bangs and th th there are things yeah. where you can just stay in one living room yeah uh and, and have the same task of blowing strangers you were like no i need to 
I just need to move miles. I don't know. I'm just like crazy. Like I'm totally You're crazy. Oh, I'm, I'm I mean, crazy. that would be a, a valid answer. Be like, why do this? I'm a little crazy. Yeah, I'm straight up nuts. Like, <laughs> um, no, I do like that sense of adventure. I sound like a lame ass sure. on, on the weekends. <laughs> but then why? And then why me? Well, okay. Because from the start when I DM'd you, I obviously knew what I wanted and and that was you and like honestly like to me it's like so hot like hearing about like everyone else you fucked and such there's like other reasons why like I am like so attractive to like your sensitivity like I find that so sexy like I'd rather a guy just be like themselves. Where were y'all like, in high school? It. Ugh, I was crying all the time in well, high school. Well, and you know, like I told you about that like last night, like I was like I had a very similar situation in high school, like just very misunderstood, like I was just like the weird artsy photography girl. Oh no, I was understood. They called me a loser. It was like, well, they understand what I am. This is, <laughs> this is- <laughs> you know what I mean. So you got so you got in the car with the first stranger. Oh man. Uh yeah. we actually had a hiccup in the very first <laughs> first thing. So here's how I arranged it. Anyone who's like concerned to be like, what in the fuck? <laughs> Say here's what I said. I put out an ad on Reddit, as I do. <laughs> Big fan of the Reddits. And I put out an ad on Random Acts of Blowjob saying, like, hey, we need someone to drive her these legs of the journey. And I got I got some good responses, and so I cast a driver for each leg. But I also cast backups for each leg because people on the internet inherently are going to flake. If you organize, you know, whatever, someone's going to not show up. Someone's going to cancel last minute. Someone's going to ghost you. And if this was a gangbang, mm-hmm. and a guy like cancels without telling you, because that's what annoys me. If you got to cancel, look, life happens, or you get cold feet, cancel. But don't not cancel. Like, let me know, because there might be someone on a wait list who's, you know, waiting for your spot. <laughs> so if a guy doesn't show up to a gangbang that I organize and doesn't tell me, it's not a big deal. You're just short one more guy. Mm-hmm. But in this scenario, if a guy doesn't show up and doesn't tell me, this poor woman is just stuck stranded somewhere in the middle of New Jersey <laughs> waiting in no. a very slutty <laughs> dress. So that's not cool. So I did have backups in place. The first guy woke up and saw that his car had a flat tire. And he couldn't change it because he had a broken hand. So he had to go to a place to get changed. He didn't have his tire. It was this whole ordeal. So we just did not. And I held out for him. I tried to wait till the last minute before calling the backup because this guy responded to my ad following all the instructions. Some people answered the ad and following some of the instructions. Some of the instructions where I think you had to make the subject line of your response, Brooklyn. You had to include a Facebook or LinkedIn link and an email address. And uh, I don't think I required a picture because I was going to have your Facebook link. This guy responded with email address, phone number, Facebook link, picture, and put Brooklyn in the headline. And he seemed to understand all the limits and all this stuff and how severely important it was to follow the instructions because someone's safety is at risk. This guy got it. So, you know, when someone follows the instructions in the ad, you want to... Give them the benefit of the doubt. Fellas who answer Craigslist and Reddit ads, read the whole fucking thing. Follow all the instructions. When you go like, I don't want to send a Facebook link, don't answer the ad then. I asked for a thing, and if you can't follow instructions, I can't trust you to follow the real-life instructions that affect your your 
existence, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, and the way I explained to some of the guys who were hesitant about giving me like their real name, I was like, look, you're worried about being exposed as doing a fun sex thing. She's worried about dying. <laughs> yeah. Which do you think is more important? <laughs> so uh, I required like a Facebook link from these guys. And I required, ultimately, when I selected people, they needed to send me a picture of their driver's license and the, a picture of their license plate. So that was, you know, to only get in the cars of the license plates I send you. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Like, so we put, and you were also sharing your location services with me so I can see where you're going. So I'm putting in as much safety protocols as possible. So not, not necessarily as much to like prevent you from being like kidnapped, raped or murdered. <laughs> but like, if it happened, yeah. we got the guy like here, <laughs> officer, here's his license. Right. Here's where he was. <laughs> exactly. So I tried to do my best uh, to, to mitigate as much risk as possible i didn't just send you in a bunch of random cars you know what i mean oh i know what you mean (laughs) so the first guy woke up with flat and i had to call the backup and the backup was also like not my favorite because he was hesitant about following all the instructions yeah when he answered the ad he was like i don't i don't have a facebook and do you really need my driver's license picture i'm like do you really want to get your dick sucked or not the only reason i'm putting up with this because it's the morning of and i need a backup right so we had that hiccup, but you know, I think once it got started, it went underway. How was, how was that first guy? Or let's well, start with this. It. What, what were your feelings as yeah. you were waiting in your car? Right. For- I I was at my friend's house, who was you know kind enough to allow me <laughs> to wait there. Um, who thought I was insane, but allowed me to do it. Yeah, you told friends <laughs> about this. I only told select people, this one friend being someone who has probably been the least judgmental of my sexcapades and is like, do your thing, but please be careful. Like, it freaks her out, but she's not going to, like, call you a dirty whore who should die. Right. Like, she'll, like, because I'm- What's crazy is you have friends (laughs) who would say that, and you shouldn't be friends with them. I know. That's a whole other story. Okay. Too many years in the making. Uh-huh. Um, but uh, she's the type of friend that's like, because I live with my family at the moment, she's like, oh, yeah, there's a guy you want to fuck. Like, if I'm not home, you can use my house. Pretty cool well, for that, her. That's a good friend. It's a good fucking friend. So I'm currently waiting for the first stranger to arrive it's been a little bit of a i wouldn't say a rough morning but i was feeling really good and then the original driver got a quote-unquote flat tire so then i was like slightly nervous but yeah it's pretty surreal at the moment i'm wearing this little black dress very tight fitted uh if you knew me that's not really my style (laughs) i like to look sexy but um this is like new levels of sexy i do feel pretty hot so i'm just going with it um i think the most nerve-wracking part right now is like I literally don't know what this person looks like. And yeah, like, I don't know. It is kind of crazy that 
no matter what, like I have to use my mouth or my hands to thank this person for being so gracious to drive me to the next location. I guess I'm just going to put on a show at the least because I have a purpose and um, I got to get her done. At this point, I, I did go out to my car and I'm I'm waiting. Because you had to wait like an extra hour because I said, yeah. hey, we're pushing everything back an hour. Yeah. Um, and so I'm, I'm waiting in my car kind of like I'm starting to get really nervous because it's just like it's so close to like actually starting. And at that point, it's like, you know, you sent me the picture of the license plate. All I have to base this person off of is a fucking license plate and the few little like paint chips on his car. And I'm like, Oh fuck, he must not be a safe driver. Cause there's uh, paint chips on his car. What kind of guy is this? I have no idea what the fuck I'm doing right now. And then, uh, he pulled up. The first thing I saw was, you know, the school that he went to, he had a sticker on his car for it. So I'm like, okay, guys got a good education. That's good. At least, okay. um, I got in. You know, Brock Turner had a good repu- uh, oh, shut education. <laughs> um, that, don't, that don't mean shit these days. So I got in. I, I was definitely very nervous. You could hear every single nerve in my voice. Um, but he was like a really, he was a nice dude. He was he was young. He's young, slightly younger than me. Um, and, uh, you know, he was like, this is, you know, this is a cool day. Like, didn't think I'd be like waking up to get my dick sucked. I'm like, ha, ah, yeah. <laughs> so with him, you know, at the very beginning, he's like, he's like, so like, yeah, you know, um, do you, you like, what are your thoughts? Like, when do you want this to happen? And he had already decided that he would rather, you know, continue to have a nice conversation and wait till the parking lot of the first stop to get it done. Mm-hmm. Um, so that's what happened. Uh, we pulled up to the well, and so like, so we talked about a lot of sexcapades. Um, you know, I was like, oh, like, what's the craziest thing you've done? And uh, he's like, he was like a pretty vanilla guy, but he he did he did uh, share that he's like gotten a lot of like drugs blown off his dick, which he was like all about. I was like, oh. oh. Not my cup of tea, but all right, cool. I've only had that happen once. Yeah. Remember the threesome couple, the older yes, couple? Yes, yeah. yes, yes, yes. Uh, I love them. The night before we recorded yeah, that, fun. They, she she snorted some coke yeah. off my dick. I don't, I didn't do the coke. They were yeah. like, you want some? I was like, nah, not for me. Can we put it on your penis? I was like, sure. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, so he was like all about, he's like, yeah, I get that done all the time. Like, rock on. Well, that's a weird fetish that. Like, all the time. I did it once, whatever, well, cute. All the time, that's starting to become a habit. I think if you had like met him and talked to him, you would have realized like, uh, yeah, like he was like, he like explained he's kind of a little bit of a late bloomer when it came to, he got a lot of blowjobs in high school, but didn't get laid until he was like in college. So I think like, and it seems like he's pretty vanilla otherwise. So sure. that was kind of just like his, his uh, cool thing that he's done. All right, so you get to the final place. Uh, you get to the rest stop, all right? Yeah. Uh, Woodrow Wilson <laughs> Service A Station. Uh, what a class, oh. classy place, peeps. Classy place to blow a dude in public. Yeah. Well, so, you know, now we're there. I'm like, oh, fuck. 
And con- it's not that I forgot I had to do it. It's just like, oh shit, I gotta, I gotta fucking do this now. And and why do you have to do it? Because I gotta get to Billy's dick, and that's the only way to do it. <laughs> and it's got, I gotta like. Even if it was like, you know, he wasn't so happy about the blow. Like, it needs to be, everything needs to be great and, like, done correctly on my part to feel accomplished. I mean, I would have made it to you anyway. You, but like, you like feeling to, accomplished. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, So it was nerve-wracking because there weren't that many cars there at the time. That's why I picked it. Yeah, you asshole. And we're like, oh, it's fucking broad daylight. There's like this woman like walking her dog in the snow and she's like looking at us. I'm like, all right, we're not doing it here. So we like drove around to another part and there's like this this man in his, it's like near the gas station part and there's this man in his car. He's just like reading his newspaper and we're just like parked like two spaces down from him and then you have like the guy in one of the little uh I don't know, in the, one of the little booths that's like checking the like 18 wheelers and shit. And I could see him like he was kind of like suspicious, like on to us. And I was like, all right, whatever. This is just going to have to do. So we like, ho- you know, very slyly not hopped in the back of his car. Oh, you didn't do the bend over. into. No, the- we ended up getting in the back of his car and. Which is just like always so sketchy. See that? Yeah, I would have not advised that. That's I don't know not... why. Why we did that? People, good car, discreet <laughs> car blowjob protocol. You stay in the in the passenger and driver's That's seat. No fun, Billy. Look, yeah, but you want to be able to get an easy getaway because oh, if someone I, comes it was to fine. If someone comes knocks on the window, you want to be able to just start driving. Like that's always my, I'm always thinking the exit strategy. I hear you. I hear you. But whatever. So we get in the back and you could tell he was just like so fucking eager. He was just like very aggressive off the bat. Not like I like aggressive and like passion, but like it was just like all too much like my lip ended up turning so red that I literally looked like I drank like a whole like pool of kool-aid mm-hmm. which like i didn't realize that's what my face looked like until i walked into the bathroom I was like holy fuck i'm like broken out all over my chest i'm wearing like i nothing. did notice the breakout yeah and i was like is that normal like is she gonna show up here always with is that i didn't know if like maybe you had like a permanent condition nerves, yeah. or if it was just you being like flush that's what i look like if i'm drinking rosé or champagne mm-hmm. or i'm nervous and like doing something sexual but the lip thing that was just like him aggressively like f- fucking kissing me not in my favorite sort of way were you nervous about any sort of violence happening I wasn't, against you i wasn't nervous about violence but he was like so aggressive and he was just like you're so hot and he was just like trying to like whip everything out and i was a little nervous that he was gonna try to try and um break that boundary of like you know touching like one of billy's things was they're not allowed to touch my pussy or fuck me right yeah yeah well you were you were asking me like can they kiss me can they finger me i was like no fingering of you yeah because i kind of want happy that you did that i wanted your clit to be throbbing by the time you got here well and then it was like good because i'm really bad at like, I'm such a giver and a pleaser that a lot of the times I don't know how to be in control. And you kind of force me to be in control. And it, like, it, it did feel nice to be like, nope, <laughs> you're not doing that. Mm-hmm. And then if you if you wanted to fuck anyone, you had to ask me. 
That was the other rule, yeah. So, so, but none of these guys at any point in time, or just even while you're waiting for them, you weren't scared. Like, what if a guy tries to like kidnap me or take me to a place he's not supposed to, or if a guy, I don't know, the world's a scary place for a young woman like yourself, Um, for a woman of any age, really. (laughs) Yeah. Well, so the first dude, no, like, like I think especially with him, like everything happened at the end. It was like really easy, quick blow job for me. He. Best blowjob, one of the best he said. Great. Drops me off. Have a great day. Mm. All right. So I am somewhere in fucking New Jersey. I sucked my first dick of the day. It's really fucking cold outside, by the way. I'm happy to have gotten that over with. Dude was really cool. Super nice guy. Not my type. But, like, I'm the type of person that if, like, personality's good, I'm down. Um, So that worked in my favor. The ride went really quickly. We just talked about shit. Really aggressive kisser not like it's not my thing he left my lip really fucking red so that was pretty embarrassing to see when i got inside (laughs) i was just like oh shit i look like i just drank a lot of kool-aid fuck he said it was probably the best blowjob he's ever gotten so i feel super fucking accomplished um he came pretty quickly I wasn't happy nor mad about it. So I'm just waiting for my next stranger. She's going to hang out in the middle of New Jersey for a bit. The second guy, that was interesting because, you know, you let me know that he's there. I'm Mm -hmm. waiting outside. I'm looking around for the car and... Out of nowhere, he's behind me. He's like looking for a ride. And I was like, holy fuck, that was so creepy. Uh, <laughs> like, I just wasn't expecting him to like come behind me like that. He came behind you like in person. Yeah. And there were so many people around. I'm like, oh, God, this is like. That's a hot way to pick up looking for a ride. No. Yeah. Which he did tell me that he's like always had like a, a fantasy, like a service station fantasy, which he said this definitely like checked it off. And I don't maybe that was like his way of like playing into his own fantasy. Mm. Like, oh, I'll go to the bathroom and then like she'll be waiting outside and I'll. Oh, he was. No, he texted me. He's like, hey, I'm here. I just got to go to the bathroom real quick. Okay. Well, <laughs> well anyway. Well, I mean, that's when you're talking with fantasies. I mean, especially things are so specific and so need some orchestration or maybe unrealistic one would say sometimes you have to take a fancy you have to take an event and round it up to your fancy i Mm -hmm. think i think for him if he has a specific service station fancy in his mind what 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 did he say the the fancy was he just said like you know, when he's at certain, you know, stopping real quick to like go to the bathroom or get food, whatever. He just like, he always sees like such hot people. And he like was like, oh, it'd be so sick. Like if I could just like pick up a person at yeah. a station, at a service station and like fuck them or whatever. Right. 
which he he technically did that <laughs> yeah basically yeah yeah he was like such a gentleman though it was like very funny we're like walking back to the car he's complimenting me a lot which was like you know that was nice i looked like a whore but like in a good way <laughs> i mean th- yeah but we picked out like a dress that made you look yeah a certain way i did feel hot in it after all it doesn't stay down like a dress but whatever it's fine and so he like opens the door for me he offers me a bottle of water some weed you know (laughs) whatever um he was like immediately very turned on so like he's just like oh my god like can we just do this right now i'm like Okay. So you did two blowjobs in the same service station? I did. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, someone thought you were definitely a prostitute. 100%. Um so like uh, we're like making out great he's a great kisser by the way that one. Um we're making out and then like yeah, I go down on him and then he like in the middle he's like um like I don't I don't want to I don't want to come yet but like like do you want to like can we just like you know fool around here for a little bit like what do you want like do you want to just get over with like I know you got another one to do soon (laughs) I know you're on a schedule yeah Um, I want I want Billy to be mad yeah exactly and like um you know he was like I'm trying I'm pretty sure it was saying you know he's like trying to ask me like if he can like touch me certain places or if he can, you know, do it again. Like he was if, clearing levels of consent. Yeah. He was he, asking, yeah. can I do this? Can I do that? And you were saying, yes, that, no, that. Yeah. And like, that's awesome. I didn't even have to tell him to do that. I didn't even yeah. tell him to do it yeah, that Cause way. he's like, he's like, can I kiss you? I'm like, yeah, you can kind of touch your. Yeah, you can touch my boob. Hey, everyone listening. You don't have to do some sort of crazy Craigslist fantasy to do this. You can <laughs> say, Hey, I'd really like to kiss you right now. And that can be a hot way to do it. <laughs> um, so he like clear he it made me nervous that like because I, I kind of just wanted to get it done like I was already doing it I didn't really want to like let it you know drag out because I was nervous that he would like like I would have fucked him but like I didn't really want to either like if it was different circumstances yes but not mm, under these sure. so I got it done we start driving we're talking he's like He's cry cry, like very sexually, yeah, deviant. Oh, yeah, like avid Redditor has done a lot via Reddit, yeah, yeah, he like loves that shit. Um, but then he's like, he's like, oh, like, ugh, I wish, I wish you could blow me again. And I, I like very kindly was like, all right, I'll, I'll give you a hand job. So, like, why, why didn't you want to blow him a second time? Um, I just, just you know like I felt like okay my purpose was to do it once for all of them like like don't don't be greedy and make me do it again and like if like that's just like what I was feeling at the time like I kind of just like want to get about my day and he was cool when he said you when he said just hand job because I did tell all of them that at any given point you may go from blowjob down to a hand job and they are supposed yeah so I told everyone in the casting i was like yeah. you have to be okay with that i don't want any like entitlement fucking attitudes on this trip yeah so it's like if she just says uh, give, jerking you off you say nothing or you say thank you but you do not go like hey any reason why you're not blowing me that, yeah i don't want to hear that well i mean i i think if all i gave him was a hand job maybe he would have questioned it but this was like round two okay. like he got to come twice okay and so like <laughs> so we pull up into the service station this was really funny because you had sent me the plate i didn't even tell you this last night you had sent me the plate for the next 
driver, what I thought was singular driver. And so we're pulled up right behind the car that I thought was who you were talking about. And I said to, I said to the, the driver that I was with who like driver we, number two, number two, I was finishing him off and like, we're making out as I see the car, the same type of car in front of my eyes. And I said to him, I was like, Oh my God, this is so funny. Like, I'm pretty sure it's that car, but like, for whatever reason, I didn't think to read the fucking license plate. Mm. But what threw me off was the fact that I saw two people getting into the car. I was like, that can't be it. You said driver, not, you know, drivers. So then there is only one driver in a car yes, at any that given is time. True. You, yeah. The other people are just passengers. Yeah. yeah. All right. Smart. So, number two complete. Really into it. I blew him like immediately. And then it felt right. So I gave him a hand job at the end. Just like a fun guy, I would I would totally hook up with him in real life. So now I'm on to my third. Um, feeling like really good and feeling like really close to Billy. So that's cool. And I'm like not really nervous at this point. So yeah, so my next ride's here and I'm going to go do the damn thing on the way to Brooklyn. So yeah. So... I go I go into the bathroom for a moment. Billy says, they are there. And I'm like, they? Maybe they're gender neutral. Who knows? Huh. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's a genderqueer person with a penis. And then that's yeah. what he meant. And He's just know, trying to respect their pronouns. <laughs> Billy's like, level two complete. <laughs> so then I realized that the people that I saw getting into that car, when, when Billy described where they were parked, I realized it was that couple. And I was like, oh shit. And I mean, like, I remember seeing the guy get into the car and I was like, he's cute. But like, at that point I just dismissed it. it. And like, so how did you, how did you go? how did you get into that car? Did you approach the car? Did they approach you? I approached the car. And by this time, that by this looking point, like, like a prostitute, just knocking on the door, like, Hey, can I get a ride? You look in the party. <laughs> well, by, and it, it was like, by this point, I was like so not nervous, especially because like I had previously seen them getting into their car. I'm like, they look like like even though I didn't know that was them, I was like, they look like good, nice people. Like I'm not gonna have to be worried about my life. The dude looked cute from behind. Mm-hmm. Um, so I was like very excited. I was I had a huge smile on my face walking to that car, hopped right in. I was stoked, and that was. That was a fun fucking ride. <laughs> okay. We didn't fuck, but So that for that one, that was a couple. Yeah. And it's because the woman, the yes. wife, she saw my Reddit ad, sent it to her husband, and said, I want to do this. Yeah. And so he contacted me because of that. Yeah. So she was driving. My my thought was like, well, if I get a couple for the last leg. New York's a little weird. Jersey, you can pull off in the random places and fuck right. around in the car. New York's a little harder. There's more people around. Right. We don't have as much of a highway situation it, where you can really pull over. It just, I was like, this would work better if there's a driver mm-hmm. and then you were in the back seat with whoever you had to blow. So- we leave the service station at the time they're both in the front seats Mm -hmm. and we're just like talking for a while. And then 
right when we like got into Brooklyn, he did like this the lamest like Chinese fire drill and just got in the back. Like, he, oh, so I, you drove the whole like all through Staten Island and everything oh, by yourself yeah. in the back? Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. So um, I'll just like get right to it. The dude, like, he ended up coming three times, which I did just in Brooklyn. Yeah. It was impressive. It was like very impressive. There was even like about. 10 extra minutes of like shit that could could have gone down and like he was great because he just like doesn't get soft ever so he's just like once like we started like making out and shit like he was hard the like he probably could have like kept going Mm -hmm. for like a fourth and fifth round and his wife's just she's so cool she's just like in the front like oh honey you came again we're like yeah (laughs) and she is she interacting with y'all during this no, she's like listening to music in the front seat, just like <laughs> singing with the music. Like, you get back there. <laughs> um, no, she was really cool. And then, like, there was a a point where they were like, "What? Like, why didn't we switch?" And you know, that would have been interesting for me. Were you driving? No, no, not me. Oh. Like, if like she got in the back seat and he drove. Ooh, that wouldn't have been okay by me because yeah. I did not clear yeah. that because I also think I had said to them at some point that you weren't into yeah. women. And you yeah. specifically asked me when we were figuring out right. our, you know, because anyone concerned listening to this ordeal, we were communicating boundaries very much a lot. I asked right. you a lot of things. I asked you, can I give you whatever cocks I, I want to give you? I asked if you, you requested no anal, you requested no women. Yeah. I, I asked you if this is the only time we fuck is that going to be that like is it, if it's one really fun experience and if we never do anything again would that be heartbreaking to you uh or would that like make you feel bad mm-hmm. you said no no so i was like okay you know cuz i also want to make sure like as someone who's a avid listener that yeah. i'm not like taking advantage of you and then there goes your yourself. pledge just kidding <laughs> not even the pledge just like you know you don't want to like use somebody uh, oh, especially yeah. like apparently i have a power of influence i don't think i do or should but just in case I do, I yeah. feel like I'm supposed to ask some extra questions before I do stuff with listeners. So, right. you know, we, we were definitely we you and I were communicating a lot. But th- yeah, they should have not done a switch because yeah. uh, that was not something. I could. And like I was like in my head at the time, like, oh, I was like, oh, you s- silly, you silly people. Why didn't you, <laughs> you switch? Silly goose. <laughs> um, but yeah. And then, you know. They were just, they were cool people. They're, as you know, they're like, oh, we should exchange numbers. But, you know, I know part of it was. I said no exchange of numbers. And I did ask you, which like, we, like, Mm -hmm. I could have easily just exchanged numbers, but I I did. But you're a good little one. Hi. So I just completed, I guess you can say, level three. It was with a couple, and they were, like, really awesome. The chick was really beautiful. We didn't do anything, but she was our driver. And the dude was so fun, and I made him come three times, and that was so awesome. And we just, like, had the best time in the back of the car, and there were so many bumps, and really got to deep-throated good. Um, I would love to hang out with them in real life because they were so much fun but um i'm literally outside billy's building and i'm gonna go inside so yeah and then you got to me 
And before, as you were approaching, as you were going through Brooklyn, I was asking like, hey, so like, are you ready for me or are you ready for more? <laughs> and you were kind of, it, it seemed. I was distracted. From what I was reading, it seemed like you had had enough dick. Now, I was so distracted. Like we were still having such an intense cotton. It wasn't even intense. We were just like having a good conversation. So as you were texting me, I was like trying to pay attention to what you were saying while I was trying to like Suck be act yeah. no like be active in the conversation we were having in the car. Right. Before you start blowing somebody, you don't want to be the girl who's like on her phone constantly. I this was it. after. Like you were text like it had oh, already okay. been done by that point. Like I'm telling you, we got into Brooklyn and I don't even know which I was basically texting you Brooklyn. to gauge because I was trying to figure out if I need to cancel this other thing right. or not. Because I ended up canceling it because it seemed like you'd had enough. By so- the time you were texting me, though, like that was like not even 10 minutes away. Well, yeah, uh, I was texting you earlier than that, but you weren't quite responding. Oh, because uh, I was sucking dick. Yes, you were. So <laughs> originally, my plan was you would get to my place. Mm-hmm. I left the apartment door um uh, propped open mm-hmm. and i put some signs up in my apartment uh avid listeners of the podcast will recognize this type of scenario because i've used <laughs> this multiple times for stranger play <laughs> anyone remember uh that old episode with andy cool so the plan was you would go up and you saw these signs and it would lead to my bedroom yeah then you had to do like a little recording outside my bedroom and then you would walk in the plan was i would get you immediately on your knees and then i would have my cock out and like kind of tease your mouth with it but not actually give you my cock this thing that for some reason you want so badly (laughs) then i was going to bend you over the bed start giving you like a little bit of spanking maybe finger you a bit as another man comes out of like either the closet or like sneaks in my room from like where he was hiding and then he would very quietly come in the room position himself behind you and i would tell you do not turn around right and then as he begins to like enter you and fuck you, I would make my way in front of you. Right. And hold your hand, look in your eyes. And then you would realize that somebody else you don't know is fucking you, that you can't look at him. And then he would have left before you have ever seen him. Right. And then I would have given you my cock. Yeah, which I'm so sad that I didn't agree to that. But when- the thing is, I wanted it to be a surprise. So yeah, but I no. also want to like gauge your headspace because. That could have gone one of two ways. You could have found it really hot or you could have called a hard red, like shouted yeah. like red, red and like everything fucking stops. Yeah. And we'd have to like, you know, take care of you and everything. Yeah. Well, like I told you. So I aired on the side you, of caution. Yeah. When you like told me what the surprise ended up being after the fact, I was sad because I overthought the fucking thing and like assumed Billy had like another driver lined up outside <laughs> his apartment or like was going to have me like do something crazy outside the apartment. Um, Blow a stranger on the sidewalk now. <laughs> I I like really wasn't sure where he was going with it. But if I knew Gotta that, trust me, if I knew Gotta that's what me. it was, then I would have fucking done it because that's hot. <laughs> that's good to know. <laughs> so that was the ordeal and then you and then yeah you gave me an amazing blow job first hour i came three times so you quite a good job mm-hmm. thanks yeah so have you ever done anything crazy like this before <laughs> no 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 i was uh there's this guy that i used to hook up with he was like a i don't know what level of porn star he was but he's he's an ex-porn star 
and he like tried to convince me to do a um he was gonna organize a glory hole for me this was like i don't know four or five years ago and he like also tried to get me to like make a porno with him so that would have been like the closest thing Mm. there was also uh, a guy that i used to work with at camp 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 back in the day um we had like camp it it wasn't jew camp but like you might as well have been jew camp it was like a day camp that like all the jews went to okay but um not like jcc so um you know after like we never were really friends but i finally was just like yo you're hot like i would i would do the deed and for whatever reason like we had we had uh talked about all sorts of things at the time and you know i told him that like i would i would do a gangbang but you know he thought it was i said like five people tops because like I was, that's a good size gangbang. That is yeah. more than enough. And I was, I was only like, this was, I would, if you want five max, I would book six or seven. Yeah. I know some people would cancel. Well, so here's the thing. So like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, you know, fresh out of college. Like it would have been the perfect time to like explore. But at that time, I had only had like one other threesome. I didn't. Wanna... I don't think twenty two is the time to have your have a I bunch of gangbangs. I think. Uh, like you're still f- form you're still your mind is still formulating sexually. Right. Well, whatever. So he he like essentially he sent this vi- he's like can I send this video to the 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 guys I want to pitch it to. I'm like, okay. He fucking sends it to his entire fraternity. Fuck. And he's like, I got 14 dudes and I'm like you're not supposed you to send the thing me? though. I'm like like your face is in it, your tattoos are in it. Like at that point, I didn't really, I didn't have any of these but, tattoos. But, but the idea is that it was clearly you. And oh, it was that. De- and, and the worst part was when I finally was like, "You've taken it too far. I don't want to do this with you anymore." He fucking tried. He like almost blackmailed me and wanted to post the video on Facebook. And I'm like, "What the what fuck?" A fucking shit bag. He was such a piece of shit. What's his name? Ugh. Uh, mm. Okay. Yeah, that's fine. I'm just gonna. Pa- I also like, you know, I don't You're care. You're doing the whole positive whatever thing. Positive mental attitude, PMA. It's just, it's not. There's certain things I'd rather just move forward. Like it didn't happen, so let's just keep mm-hmm. it behind and pretend it never happened. Sure. Do you do you do you adopt that philosophy for other things that have happened in your past? Yeah. Yes, I try to. Yeah. Yeah. Like, um, uh, hmm. this one's like, you know, sad and mm, I I won't get into details, but like I got myself, I, I put myself in a bad situation, um, when like I was exploring, like I thought I was into BDSM. It's not that I'm not like, I'm just like not super into it. Like I'm more you know, beginning stages. And um, when I was exploring it, I decided to download an app called Whippler, which I don't know. I I don't know how, like what the success rate is. It was just like at that time, I'm like, oh, maybe this is something I want to explore more. Like whatever, maybe like I'll find a guy who wants to be in a relationship and explore this. (laughs) Cool. Okay. (laughs) Um, I ended up getting myself in a bad situation. Um, 
Yeah. Like, definitely, like, like, at the time, I, I tried to, like, blame it a lot on myself and be like, no, he didn't rape me. But he did. Um, Do you and, still blame yourself? Uh, to an extent, because, like, I feel like I got myself in that situation. But um, the things that were happening, like, I was saying stop and he wasn't. And, like, you know, okay, like, you know the scene of, like, 13 Reasons Why where she's in the hot tub and like she just like it's fight or flight and she's just like dead fish like there's just like no emotions and like that was that was me yeah and like i mean that was me but like i was also like i there was nothing i knew that i needed to just like let happen what was happening because he just wasn't stopping but um it was it was pretty bad there was like a lot of physical like i was screaming so loud and hard that like the blood vessels under my eyes were popped like i didn't go to work the next day because i just had like marks from like a collar like everywhere on my neck and i just like i didn't look i didn't look good i didn't feel good Mm -hmm. yeah and when i pitched this scenario to you as as someone who has been raped did you not did fucking red flags not start um, popping up? Were you not concerned about that? I honestly was like more concerned that I wasn't as concerned about being raped. I think I was more concerned about like, uh, like maybe I would be raped, but like ultimately I'd be killed and like thrown in a dumpster. Uh-huh. Like, but I never, I never thought, I never thought rape. So what? I just thought like, I don't know maybe there's maybe like i would get some dexter shit like let me just cut you up and (laughs) throw you away (laughs) and then but so then if you thought that that might happen what made you ultimately follow through with this absurd crazy and potentially dangerous scene i mean i'm the type of person that like if i've already agreed to something like i like to hold up my oh no i hope you didn't do all this just because you said you would Oh my god, no. I'm just saying that's like a terrible reason. No, I'm just saying that's part of it. Like I know that this was like something that like I wanted to do, I was open to doing, and like I wasn't gonna let those fears stand in my way. Like I've done like I mean, I have hooked up with like so many dudes that I've only like there's been like forget about pure. Like I I would like hook up with so many people on like Tinder, like talk to them like an hour earlier and be like yeah okay well, let's let's go fucking a random mm-hmm. women's stall in a random ass building in manhattan sure. okay and then never see each other again like one time i like i don't know why i did this one because i like was like upset with myself after but i travel i was like talking to this guy i was like fresh out of a breakup talking to this guy who lives like deep in long island like over an hour away he somehow convinces me to go out there. And like that made me really nervous. Like mm-hmm. going to a, like going on a train. This is like, I mean, this is equally. I mean, that one is, you know, yeah. Let me go travel a distance to hook up with a total stranger. Yeah. And the one like I hated, I, I regretted it the second I did it because I get there and he just like, 
he just like didn't talk and i'm like oh this is so uncomfortable i feel so awkward like i don't know why i drove why i traveled over an hour away in the middle of the week to who the hell knows where long island to hang out with a guy who like does not even talk and i like pretty much made him drive me like we didn't even like finish. Fu- I like freaked the fuck out. I was like, can you just drive me back to the train? Well, you were fucking and you stopped in the middle. Yeah. How did that go down? I just like started crying. <laughs> I was just in like. In the middle of fucking? Yeah. Yeah. And why? Uh, um, I think like a lot of it had to do with like, um, sorry. It's okay. I don't know. Um, I had like a really bad breakup and I think I was just like trying to like mask things. I was like, oh, this will get me over it. Um, So it didn't. (laughs) Um, Yeah. (laughs) I think like, I mean, that's why I do. That's that's like how a lot of my crazy sexual experiences happen but um this one like did not yeah i regret that one (laughs) and when you when you said stop how did how did he react i mean he was like he stopped like you know he was like kind of confused but it wasn't like a dick about it no i just i felt i felt like it was like the one time that i felt like kind of like grimy for doing it it just like it nothing about it felt right there was like you know he came off as someone who seemed like he like wanted you know i was like fresh out of a breakup but like it's cool when guys are gentlemen still and like he wasn't like really trying to be in any sort of way like he just didn't talk it was just like the weirdest it was such a weird situation did you change your sexual practices after that (sighs) I or mean, did you still try to fill the hole with with meaningless sex? Um it was bad because like you know I like kind of told my ex that like I had gone and done it and like you know he was like I was like I was so like hurt over, you know, how things ended and um I was just like trying to fill that void, but like then, you know, then it it just like got worse because we continued to like see each other until like I left New York and it like fucked me up in the head a lot. And do you do that often? The when you go through a bad breakup, you do some crazy outlandish sex that you regret? Um mm, more recently, no. once once i went to therapy from this ex i stopped doing the things that you know i i just i changed the way i was just like completely when it came like a lot of like my issues come stem from like you know things that happen at home i grew up with like a lot of chaos in my house so like that um, what kind of chaos? You know. I don't know. I've only known you like 24 hours. Well, you do know. <laughs> you know, parental shit. Um, just stuff that went down with my parents. 
you know, affairs and that. So like there was always a lot of screaming in my house. There was always like, you know, a lot of fights that kids don't want to see their parents having. Sure. But like there was like a point where I like went numb um, from all of it. And um, yeah, I don't know. Just like, I don't know. Sorry. It's okay. Um, I've just like always been like the misunderstood one in my family. So I just, I guess a lot of people would say like, I tried to fill that void by like going and like fucking people who, you know, make me feel loved for like a moment or two. But that's like not how I feel. Like I enjoy going and doing it like as a like it's recreational it's for a hobby. me. It's a hobby. But it sounds like sometimes when you were doing your hobby, like gambling can be a fun recreational thing. Yeah. Sometimes I've gone gambling and not felt bad about it because like this is a thing I actively wanted to do was not an impulsive decision. It was recreational. It was this particular isolated incident under control. Other times I gamble, it's impulsive, it's out of control. I 17 hours later I am leaving the casino. Um, it's, you know, and it's bad. It's not the reasons I'm doing it isn't bad. So it's not necessarily that the act is bad itself, but the reasons for doing it are what make it maybe positive or negative. And yeah. it sounds like you have sexual experiences that are fun, that you enjoy and that you don't regret. And it sounds like there are other ones where you like, you're using it to fill a void. Yeah. You know, and if, you know, coming from family stuff and you know, I don't know if you want to like talk about the, I mean, you, you were being flippant about it. Be like, yeah, I've got some daddy issues, but they sounded like some, you yeah. know, intense shit. Yeah. Um, uh, like, I'm like, I will, like, I'm clearly, like, a perverted person. <laughs> but um, it's different, like, owning, being perverted, and then, like, growing up with um, someone in your life who, like, is perverted and, like, makes you uncomfortable. Um, so that was like, that's how I, I, I always like looked mature from a young age, like, you know, had like C boobs by like the age of 12. And I was always like tall. I was just like always mature looking. Like everyone thought I was like 17 when I was 13. I was just like that girl. Not that 17 is like an acceptable age to be hitting on minors still, but you know. No, I mean, just like, you know, like. You know. Some dude's like, no, no, it's cool, dude. She's probably 17. I'm not that much no, of a No, I mean, like, in, in like, we, I would be in, like, the elevator with my mom and, like, the, the random people would be like, oh, how old's your daughter? Like, she, like you must be, like, around 17. I'm like, no, I'm, like, 13. Mm-hmm. Oh. So I was just, like, mature looking, but <clears throat> my dad was just like perverted like i he would like read my shirts and i felt like because he would like talk he he brought up my brother being like if you see a girl with big boobs tell her she has nice jugs like that was that was what was like being said to my brother when he was like five or six and in front of you in front of me which is you learning like oh i guess this is what an acceptable way to speak to a woman is yeah so like I always felt like, oh, he's reading my shirt because he wants to look at my my boobs. To this day, that's how I feel. Mm. And it makes me uncomfortable to this day. Um, he also, uh, he would just like do things that annoyed me, like from a young age, like 
touch my head, like just like get in my personal space that was like uncomfortable for me. Mm. Um, so like then like when I was 17 and like, you know, he thought it was cool to like spank me for something that happened. Like, yeah. So why yeah. was he spanking you? Ugh, it was like. Besides being a fucking asshole pervert. I was like, we were, um, he, they were, my family was leaving the shore and they were taking my best friend back with them who was like, it was the last time I was seeing her before she went off for her freshman year to college. And, um, they're packing up the car and my dad said something like, all right, like, help go get Harley stuff. And I know that he meant for it to be more playful, but he like spanked me as I was running up the steps and, which could have been like, okay, like, you know, like supposed to be more of like a, you know, when, when like the, the football team pats each other on the ass, but it's like, no, like I'm not your, your teammate. I'm your daughter. You don't, you, you don't do that. You don't touch me like that. No. Especially when, you know, he had been so perverted. Just like he was, he was very open about like being perverted. So. How so? Like, with, like, the whole thing with, like, talking about women the way that he did, um, he, he's just, like, not mentally there, and so he would, like, talk about, like, going to strip clubs and shit, like, thinking it's cool to brag about those sorts of things, like, in front of your kids, and it's, like, when you're a kid, you don't, it just made me uncomfortable. Mm -hmm. Like, I don't want to be in high school learning about your love for going to like a strip club after an event like mm -hmm. neither does my mother or like anyone so like i grew up like fucking like despising the idea of strip clubs and then like you know my one of my exes um he like thought it was cool that he was hooking up with a stripper while he was like trying to date me seriously so like like this sure. whole so that fucked me up a little what were some of the th but so what were some of the preferred things that he would do i mean to me like, yeah well like it wasn't the it was just work. like it was just like like the like the reading of the shirt fucked me up because like i thought he was like like purposely staring at my boobs even though I, like he probably wasn't but like this is what i felt because of like things he would say to my brother or just like out loud about other women sure. that like he's watching on tv or whatever the case may be i'm not trying to put you on trial i'm trying to get an understanding no, yeah. for like what was actually being done yeah that not only made you feel like he was doing something inappropriate but that was just objectively without doubt inappropriate yeah and then like I mean, for me, the reason why, like, we don't have a good relationship is because, like, what happened when I was 17, not to mention a few weeks later, he had done it again while getting on, like, a very crowded bus for, like, a baseball game. And I, like, freaked the fuck out on this bus. And it drives me insane that, you know, we had a serious conversation about it finally where, like, you know, I opened up about it and he he, like, kind of... He's like, oh, I didn't realize I was doing that. I'm like, well, I'm fucking telling you. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, he kind of like triggered that recently. How so? <laughs> um, I just, you know, there's certain people like when you kind of cross a line, mm -hmm. 
like it's hard to uncross that line. So like the fact that like I have personal space issues that have to do specifically with him, like after having a serious conversation about like breaking those boundaries, Mm. like I shouldn't have to like talk about them again a year later. Mm. And so um, he like came up behind me and started like, like just like patting my head in a way that, yeah, it's just a pat on the head. But that pat on the head was like enough to trigger what happened when I was younger. Yeah. Do you think that this scene that we did was something that you're going to regret later? No. And what makes this arguably outlandish thing that you did yesterday, (laughs) what makes that different from the other times you used sex to fill a hole or fill a void? Because this is, this was like something that I, that I saw as like fun. Like I, like regardless of like the things that I do um, to fill a void, like I still like love doing sexual acts. Like, I get they're enjoyable for me like waking up this morning there was like no doubt in my mind like I woke up and texted my friend was like I am so happy I did what I did yesterday like it was like the most fun day ever I really did I'm glad um you know I just uh I can't I can't explain some of the it's just it's just daddy issues like you know my best friend she her family went through a crazy divorce and her way of dealing with her daddy issues is by not letting anyone in mm-hmm. i deal with it by letting everyone in and like seeking that absence of love in a different way mm-hmm. but like i i'm more aware of like when i'm looking when i'm like seeking out the wrong thing like i like i've i've like I've just changed a lot. Like before I, I mean, (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Before listening to the show, I had like kind of taken a break in in the way of when I moved home, I kind of was forced to just not be as sexually active which was fine and it's also you kind of are living in a little bit more of a sex negative environment. It sounds like from the way you described a lot of your friends and your family, it sounds like you know, you being sexually open was not like a great thing. Oh yeah, no. Um so I was kind of forced to not be doing those things at least at the moment. But um Oh fuck, where was I even going? You were saying uh after Sorry. listening to like that Oh, well, so then I started listening to Billy. <laughs> and uh I I was like briefly dating someone right before right as I was like starting listening to the show and it kind of made me realize like once I started listening to the show and like kind of you know joining Billy's Patreon community and like meeting like-minded people very active in the um, peep show and the champagne room you yeah, are Yeah yeah um I realized that like I want to be single at the moment and like just like I'm happy to explore um things and like I I feel like that sounds crazy because you know I'm sitting here being like I fill a void with sex 
<laughs> but um like now I'm just looking at it a little differently and like I I feel like I just like want to like get my sexual experiences in now mm-hmm. and like just have fun and like see where it takes me and I feel like your show has also just like opened like from a knowledge perspective like I'm just like thinking about things differently like I thought maybe I always like wanted to be like in a monogamous relationship but now like I kind of realize after like all these cheaters and and liars in my life that like maybe you know like monogamy is just a fucking hoax and <laughs> be, be, being it's in fake a, news that's what it it's is fake news <laughs> being in an open relationship is just like the way to go because you know if you're if you're not in an open relationship someone's probably going to cheat anyway mm-hmm. so you know and that was, that's why it was really cool hanging with that couple yesterday because they're they, just they're in an so, open marriage and, they're in an yeah. open marriage and i was like so, uh, you know, like, what's your deal? And they're like, we don't, like, we have some rules, but, like, we just, like, we do our, th- like, they, they just trust each other so much that they yeah. just kind of do their thing. And, and it's nice so to cool. meet people who <clears throat> practice it when you're not as familiar, yeah. because then you get to see that's real and that, like, quote, unquote, normal, fine, healthy people do it. And you get to feel like not a weirdo. It's like when I met Jen, who's <laughs> that older woman I had on the podcast about a year ago. And when I finally met her when I was in college, to know that her and her husband were swingers or used to swing, maybe be like, oh, so this whole non-monogamy thing in my head that at the time I did not have the vocabulary for. I was like, well, I'm not a weirdo. I'm not broken. I'm not strange. I'm not a pervert. There are plenty of other people who also think and live this way. And that was you know, a relief for me. Yeah. And it sounds like you've gotten like a relief uh, being able to interact with other people in Mm -hmm. the Peep Show, which is our exclusive kick group uh on patreon and the champagne room which is our uh super secret facebook group for all the patrons uh again interact with them and and meet other people like that and apparently now also meet up and fuck people which is starting to become a thing which is a little weird uh i think i've accidentally started a sex cult because like you i'm gonna use his name only because there are so many people with his name (laughs) In the community, in the Patreon community, shout out. <laughs> so, like, you went and met and fucked Charlie, yeah. like, in the middle of your state. <laughs> He's been all fucking some other people. There's yeah. some other people in, like, another, like, down south, they've been fucking, like, people in the Patreon community are starting to meet up and fuck each other, which I think is both beautiful and concerning. <laughs> Um, it's gonna be an interesting man horcon, we'll say that much. Yeah. Which you'll be going to. Yeah, right. Yeah, you have your weekend pass already bought. I do. Uh you've got your new bestie who I you have met. my new bestie. Yeah. Do you want to give her a shout out? Shout out to my soul sister, Ariel. Woo woo. Yeah, you two have connected. <laughs> you two have known each other a month. <laughs> We're best friends. And we have matching nipple clamps. You have matching nipple cl- clamps, you talk every day, and you're both uh, have a hotel room together for Manhorcon. <laughs> you've known each other a month and you've never met in real life. Yeah, it's but that's dope. the type of connections you make in our <laughs> Patreon community, everybody. Can I get? Can I plug it enough? Time for the fan whore appreciation moment, sponsored by you, the listeners. Well, most of you, the 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 best of you. This uh, this this portion is sponsored by. This is the part of the podcast where I like to just take a moment and say thank you and show my appreciation to a few of the members of my fan whore community on Patreon. 
I want to give a shout out right now to Jake uh, on the Isle of Man, which is its own country. Very, very small. Very, very tiny. And I apologize, Jake, if I'm outing you. You're the uh, the only person where I could say your name, and you might be the only one of that name on the fucking island. So thanks, Jake, for your membership. Clive E., your, uh, your credit card declined this month, but that's okay. We still love you. Thanks for supporting or attempting to support. I'm sure that's going to get taken care of. It's okay. And then Kelly D. Ugh. Uh, I want I wanted to comment about like just how fucking cute you are, but I'm kind of obsessed with you and your husband and how like adorable you two seem to match together. You both look like a couple of sillies who like to have a lot of fun. Damn it, I'm jealous. Uh, y'all look great. Thank you so much for supporting the pod. And you two can help me now pay my now way more expensive rent <laughs> by getting your very own membership to the Patreon community. You get exclusive access to secret fan communities on Facebook and Kick. You and you alone get to listen to a whole slew of bonus episodes that have never been heard by the general public and oh so much more. And not for nothing, you get the satisfaction of knowing you are supporting your favorite independent content creator, right? Memberships begin at just $1. Head on over to patreon.com slash podcast. Get yourself hooked up today. Again, that's Patreon, P-A-T-R-E-O-N.com slash Podcast. Our guest this week, she's a member. Why aren't you? I am glad that you have found some like-minded people. I know finding finding your tribe is very important, both for exploring things and just for mental sanity. Like I said, finding the Hacienda people and like mm-hmm. meeting the other sexy, kinky weirdos was like, oh, I'm not broken. I yeah. belong to. Mm-hmm. Which, since getting banned from this like Facebook group, <laughs> uh, the Open Love and Why group, you know, who knows? Maybe I don't belong. But <laughs> the idea is oh, that really? I'm not broken for my sexual interests, and that's at least important for me. And it seems like you're you're becoming more comfortable knowing that there's other people like you out there. Yeah. So I'm glad for that. You know, what would you tell folks who are currently not pledged? Hmm. I don't know. It's so much fucking fun. <laughs> um, I don't know. Everyone's just like, it's It's like, I don't know most of them in real life, but like everyone's super cool. And like, you can like show your whatever fucking private parts you want. And everyone like cheers you on. And you're like, yeah, pussy. <laughs> yeah. Flagpoles. Woo. I don't know. It's just if, if like you're someone like me who has trouble finding like-minded people in the place that you're from or live, then this is a way to kind of branch out and connect with those people. Mm-hmm. Last question. Okay. And thank you for being so open and honest and all that. Okay. Mm-hmm. Do I live up to the hype? <laughs> like, Yeah, it was so fun. <laughs> was Billy's dick worth all that fucking trouble and scheduling? Yeah. Yeah. I don't I don't know if I would do like at this point, like I don't think I would do this exact thing like a second time, but like Well no, I would that's be... no fun. I mean, why would you know <laughs> you can't catch lightning in the bottle twice? Come on. Um I would I would do something else that you would organize for me though. But yeah, this was fun. Uh, if I if I do remember correct oh my god, I'm doing it again. Um if I do remember correctly I made you come the most times ever in one night so that like That is correct. 6 times 
Uh, and in a 24-hour period, we can say seven. Yeah. Because of, of this morning. But, yeah. Yeah. So, uh, you did great. Oh, thank you so much. <laughs> uh, uh, I'm glad you thought my dick was an uh, adequate prize for such a ridiculous endeavor. Yeah. I remember looking at it first in the eyes. I was pretty nervous at that moment. Really? Well, because you stood there like, get on your knees. Yeah. <laughs> Um, no, I mean, it, if you remember hearing how nervous I sounded, that was like the first time I was nervous from when I got in the car for the first time. And it was just like, holy fuck, I'm actually here. This is so crazy. The squirrel was pulled out of the ceiling nearby. Like, I'm in Billy's home and I'm about <laughs> to fucking. Well, I also like didn't like, you know you the the tone in some of your messages is like oh my god i'm not even like yeah i got myself into all this shit in these cars with random strangers i have no fucking idea what billy has up his sleeve once i get to his room mm -hmm. anything could have happened I, I i don't know but it was a lot of fucking fun glad you had a lot of fucking fun thanks well sarah thank you so much for joining us and uh you know why don't you go ahead and say goodbye to everybody Bye, everybody. Come uh, come meet her at ManhorCon. <laughs> yeah, I'll be there. Bye. Bye. Uh, uh, should I come or should I fuck you? <laughs> you should probably fuck me. Yeah. I'm confident in saying that no other podcast in the history of podcasts or radio show Ain't nobody has done what we just fucking did this week. That's so cool. Ugh. Thank you so much again to Sarah for not only doing the podcast or sucking my cock, but uh, but sucking the cock of all those random strangers. Um, if, if let me know what you thought about this week's show, uh, blast it out on the social media. Let your friends know the pervy awesomeness that you like to listen to. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at the Billy Parasita. We have a wonderful Man Whore Podcast Facebook fan page. Just search Man Whore Podcast. You're going to find it right there. And if you want to send me uh, some some feedback that's a little bit longer, a little bit more personal, you can shoot me an email at manwhorepod at gmail.com. I do not ask for this one terribly often, but I think of all episodes, this is an episode worth reminding y'all that uh, if you enjoy what I'm doing here, Go on over to iTunes, leave a rating and or review. Certainly helps bump me up the rankings and helps other people discover the show. Next week, uh, we have got cam girl extraordinaire Ginger Banks, who I spoke to when I was over in Las Vegas uh, covering the AVN Awards. Fantastic, fantastic episode. Brilliant young woman. Stay slutty, everybody. So, standing outside... <laughs> Billy's bedroom. <laughs> this is like so fucking surreal. It's so fucking weird. Um, there's a lot of confetti in my head. This is really cool. I can't believe I'm here. I fucking blew my way to Brooklyn to Billy Presida. <sighs> I'm really excited. And it's so stupid, but like, why Billy? Um,. <laughs> He's just like such a cool sexual human 
And that really attracts me. And he's like willing to do anything. And because of that, I would do anything for him. Um, so I'm like pretty nervous because I want to like impress. But um, I think he'll be like pleasantly surprised to have my mouth. I'm just going to stop blabbering and just fucking do whatever Billy tells me to, which is amazing and cool. So, yeah. Bye.